input costs remain a top concern for agriculture, putting the pressure on profit margins. One of these input costs being the price of fuel as we move into the fall harvest. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Patrick DeHaan joins us. He's the head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy. This is a technology company that tracks prices at gas stations and convenience stores across the country. He projects for us the price of diesel as we kick off the harvest season. Well, unfortunately, not a lot of great news. Diesel prices have seen a bit of upward pressure here over the last month. Prices, uh, the average price of diesel in Wisconsin has risen from about 4.11 a month ago to about 4.21 a gallon today. The worry is that as we get into fall, we are going to start seeing heating oil demand go up, and heating oil and diesel are essentially the same product, and that's going to put upward pressure on the price of diesel. In addition, we are going to start seeing refineries doing maintenance ahead of the peak of winter, uh, and so that may limit their ability to make sure that we have uh, enough supply before we get into the peak of heating oil season. So um, I would foresee that diesel prices would likely continue to advance, probably more so in October than September. September may be a little bit of a calm before the storm for diesel prices, but by October, there's a lot of maintenance happening, and that maintenance is likely to impact diesel production significantly, especially along the East Coast, but that could have a ripple effect here in the Midwest. So I think diesel prices will likely continue inching up, we could see diesel prices by the end of the year anywhere from 20 to 35 cents a gallon higher than today. So unfortunately, a little bit of bad news when it comes to the price of diesel. What else happens in the marketplace that puts the pressure on diesel? And is it a global market? Well, it certainly is. Uh, I would say it's less of a concern this year. But last year, uh, because of Russia's war in Ukraine, Europe was scrambling for all sorts of diesel supply and heating oil as well. They were trying to basically burn anything to heat their environment, given that they cut off the flow of uh, uh, oil and some natural gas from Russia. So they were looking to replace that. So while I don't expect diesel to get as bad this year as it was last year, we still could see some uh, effects uh, from diesel. Well, the only good news when it comes to that is China's economy, which also had been consuming a lot of diesel last year to uh, power uh, electricity generation, is not doing so this year. So there may be a little bit of uh, light at the end of the tunnel, Uh, But the global macro still is uh, pretty negative as Russia's war in Ukraine continues. Russia tends to supply much of the world's heavy oil in addition to countries like Canada. Uh, So uh, Russia and the war in Ukraine is still having a pretty significant impact on diesel. Uh, Also impacting diesel is the fact that refining capacity has been constrained over the last couple of years due to things like COVID and because of other refineries also shutting down due to um, natural events like fires. So we've lost refining capacity. We're down about a million barrels a day uh, since prior to COVID, and that's having an impact on diesel prices as well. You know, when diesel prices go up, Patrick, what does that do to the appetite for biodiesel? When the price of diesel goes up, it usually hits biodiesel uh, in a significant way as well. In fact, biodiesel is already quite a bit more expensive than traditional diesel. A lot of that biodiesel heading out to the West Coast, areas like California, have placed a lot of incentives on the use of biodiesel. Uh, The price of soybean oil, which is a major component of biodiesel, has been traditionally high. So right now, the price of biodiesel has been above that of traditional diesel. For that reason, soybean oil prices have been high, and again, to loop back, part of that is due to Russia's war in Ukraine, Ukraine being a significant producer of crops. Uh, but uh, 
you know, there's always been an interest in biodiesel. A lot of that has to do with incentives uh, to consume biodiesel rather than interest because of cost. Cost for biodiesel has generally been quite in excess of traditional diesel. Now I want to switch the conversation over to, to gasoline. The headlines have been Wisconsin is seeing gas price hikes. What's happening right now at the fuel pump? Well, a lot of it is that uh, prices at the at the pump have surged. Um, as I mentioned, diesel prices have advanced, but gasoline prices really have taken the bulk uh, of the impact. The average price for a gallon of gasoline in Wisconsin up about ten cents a gallon in the last week. But some areas of western Wisconsin, closer to Minnesota, have seen a much more profound impact because of refinery issues. Uh, one refinery near Minnesota undergoing normal maintenance, which is exacerbated by other refinery outages throughout the region. And that's caused the wholesale price of gasoline in some areas, like Minnesota, uh, to rise uh, 50 cents a gallon compared to last week. And so some of those refinery outages have hit western uh, Wisconsin. Uh, areas like La Crosse that are very close to Minnesota and to the refinery that's down have seen prices rising dramatically. But good news is coming. Uh, as uh, as we switch back to cheaper winter gasoline this weekend, that should help improve the situation in some of those hard-hit areas of western Wisconsin, and gas prices should eventually fall again in those places. Patrick, why don't you tell us why there's a difference between winter and summer gasoline? Well, a lot of that has to do with the EPA, which mandates uh, different blends of gasoline during the warmest months when low-level ozone can form uh, with many vehicles uh, uh, burning gasoline. And so the EPA regulates the type of gasoline and the volatility of that gasoline at the retail level from June 1st through September 15th. Once we get then to September 16th, refineries are able and allowed to produce a blend of gasoline that has slightly more volatility but has more butane content, what we call winter gasoline, that butane being relatively cheap, limits uh, the price of gasoline and should help prices to moderate. Again, good news on the way. That switch is happening this weekend. Are we smooth sailing then through the winter? Well, not necessarily. There's still some bumps in the road. We are still in the midst of hurricane season. Hurricanes have, in years past, made an impact on refinery operations, so that's something to keep an eye on, especially as Hurricane Lee now starts to head north. It may impact one of the largest refineries uh, in the Maritimes in Canada, uh, but beyond that, um, while gasoline prices do tend to fall in the fall, uh, things like OPEC and refinery outages and hurricane season certainly can play a role. So those are things to keep an eye on. As you said, maintenance, weather can throw a wrench in that fuel supply chain. But what about what happens in other countries? Is the U.S. reliant on fuel imports? A lot of our, our refined product here in the United States actually goes overseas. So I wouldn't say we're reliant on overseas products. Uh, the Northeast is one of the primary beneficiaries of that marketplace. The Northeastern United States does not have enough of its own refining capacity, so it's a region that generally is very reliant on imports, especially from that refinery uh, in Canada that I mentioned that could be in harm's way for Hurricane Lee. So there certainly are some areas of the country that are more reliant on imports, like the Northeast and the West Coast, uh, but many other areas are pretty self-sufficient. And if you're in the Gulf Coast, many refineries there are actually exporting significant sums of oil and refined products down to Latin America. And while I have you, Patrick, for this next minute here, I want to get a feel for how much a role policymakers actually have 
and keeping gas prices low. I know you, you brought up the EPA, but just here locally, we had a Wisconsin state senator introduce a bill that would make it easier for retailers to sell E15. So, so how much of a role do our lawmakers have in keeping gas prices, fuel prices affordable? When it comes to allowing E15 to be sold, that shouldn't have much of an impact on you know gasoline prices, but it certainly does give consumers another option if gas prices spike that they can fill up with a product like E15. So it does vary by situation depending on the policy. Uh, some of that comes down from the president via executive order. Some of it's via uh, uh, entities like the EPA, which is a regulatory agency, which is empowered by Congress. So uh, the level of, of authority varies by what we're talking about, but there can be an, a, a wide range of impacts depending on exactly what the policy is or the operation or um, what the mandate may look like. That's the word from Gas Buddies lead analyst Patrick DeHaan. As he told us, the price of diesel is a gloomy forecast. Prices are seeing upward pressure as temperatures cool down and heating oil is needed for home furnaces. Refineries are also slowing down for maintenance this time of year. But when it comes to filling up your car, those prices will look better after the weekend when retailers make the switch to winter gasoline. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.